Right, we're back for episode 36 of The Minor Collective. Your, it is yours, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. I'm your host, Toffe. I'm your co-host, John. Welcome back. I must admit, right, I must admit, let me say it, right, I have been talking a lot of shit recently. Like, I know I've kind of been getting away with it for, like, the past few months. I think ever since, like, hotels, right, like, I just haven't really been got on, like, the things I've said here. And even me, like, don't don't get me wrong, right? It's not that I don't think the things I say are wrong or, like, are lies or anything like that. I just thought I'd be challenged <laughs> more than I am being challenged, right? And you know the saying, right? Like, every dog has its day. So I thought, okay, you know yep. what? And, you know, obviously, I, I'm... When you're in a position of like, you know what, I've been getting away with it, you start to get a bit cocky. You start a bit to arrogant, be a bit, yeah. You're a bit arrogant, you know, and yeah. you start to not like, you know, be aware of your surroundings on who, you know, who's going to get you. So like an anime, right? So you know when like, in every fucking anime storyline, when the, when the antagonist is going to kill like the last person that can save the whole storyline, like he's just about to do it. But for some reason, he takes the longest killing that person. It's like Lion King, right? So instead of just killing Nala straight away, he takes his time and does a whole fucking speech and then boom, the protagonist comes. You're like, <gasps> what the fuck? Am, am I going to get got? And then like, you know, boom. so that, that was kind of like me, right? So then, you know, I'm going about my day just, you know, thinking, yes, yeah, another day of me just being right about every music opinion I've ever had. And then, you know, I'm at the gym on a Friday morning and then I just get the message. It's happened. I was like, what? Shit. What's happened? <laughs> you know, her, I thought you were going to say you got dropped. like heckled in the street. No. Her's debut album was dropped. I was like, motherfucker oh my gosh it's the time, time has come the time my time has come but then i also realized right <laughs> this is real life this isn't anime and in real life john i love it you have to learn this quite young but in real life the bad guys win quite often <laughs> with no repercussions whatsoever if this so, was just if this if this was a movie her would drop a spectacular debut album it'd be a classic everyone would love it and you'd just be there you know, eating your humble pie. One hundred percent. But like that, just alas, just dusted out the way. And you know, no, that's a little teaser. It? Let's not even do that. It's a little teaser, for you guys. But I'll just say, I live to fight another day. <laughs> so welcome back, John. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I want to say though, I, I mean, you're speaking quite confidently there that you're going unchecked. I mean, I get a fair few messages about you now and then. Yeah, and you get know, messages it, about me from my friends. So true, I mean, but, what can you do? You know what's funny about that, right? Because, like, like um, Varys from Game of Thrones, right? I have my little birds, and and they they whisper things to me, and I listen back. So when people say shit that is about me that's not sent to me, I always find words of it. Like, you know, it's not like, like so many people are my fucking friends. They are going to tell me. So like, um, a big example is when um, a lot of people were messaging like their friends about um the J. Cole review, acting like I would not be able to find out what you said. Like, I always find out. And I know your accounts. But I'm just going to leave it there. Because, you know what? I'm saved. And I'm not as petty as I was <laughs> a few years ago. But, to be honest, until they have the goal to kind of say it to my face, or at least at me, then, to be honest, <laughs> it's, it's for the birds, I say. <laughs> That's how anyway, we've had we've had a lot of music dropping the last couple of weeks. Um, Actually, let First and foremost, actually, I'm going to cut you off there. I want to start off with the Spotlight series. Okay, so, let's do it. As always, check us out on Spotify at The Vinyl Collective. We have our Instagram, Vinyl Collective Pod, where we do our Spotlight series, kind of like art and the music videos. Um, also, TVC Pod. You can also find some of our tweets there as well. So, 
Yeah, so every week, so we kind of done a new thing where me and John alternates what like artists. So last week you had Navy Blue, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, go and check him out. It's a good artist. Uh, this week it was me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I took the reins this week and I brought on Kenny Mason. So I'm really excited to talk about this guy because I think this might be hyperbole, but I don't think it is. He might be my favorite spotlight artist so far. That's no a joke. That's a lot. And I'll, I'll say, um, for the record, I have not listened to him before. You put mm-hmm. him on the spotlight this time. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, from the, from the offset, right? I'm saying I'm calling you out right now, John. I implore you to listen to this guy. I'm telling you, you'll like him. There's no okay. there's no ifs or buts. You're definitely going to like this guy. So who is Kenny Mason? So he is from the southern of the USA. He's from Atlanta. He's from Zone 3. Not like a lot of us because we can't afford it. But he's from Zone 3, Atlanta. So, you know, who else is from Atlanta? Little Baby, right? Everyone loves him. Jid, you know, great, great rapper. Do you know what I mean? You got like us like TI and Earth Gang. A lot, lot of talent coming out of Atlanta. Atlanta's like mm-hmm. filled with talent. Um, another artist we had, Deontay Hitchcock. He's from Atlanta as well. So he's like another guy from that crop. But he is definitely a touch above the rest of these guys for sure so I kind of caught with him just like through like um, music channels that I follow and all of that and I heard his name being spoken I'm like damn Kenny Mason never heard this guy and and it's, it doesn't really sound like a hip hop name like Mason it kind of sounds like yeah, a rock yeah. name so that kind of um, intrigued me as well so looking at Spotify has like 500k listeners never heard yeah. anyone ever speak about him so he has this album called um angelic hood rap right yeah so he had this album and then the year after he basically did the whole album again so i thought so i when i did the spotlight artist i thought um the super cut was just a deluxe version it's a Mm. completely different record no so here's how i'm gonna set it to our boy jonathan here so on the super cut he has prime denzel curry he has i'm looking at the list yeah damn okay And I'm telling you, it's not even the same album in completely. Like this guy has ridiculous versatility. Like mm-hmm. this guy, like he can he can do like boom bap stuff. So I think Firestarter was one of the songs I had on um, the spotlight. So has he redone the songs but kept the song? No, he's done the whole all new songs. It's just two different albums. Okay, I right, think right, right. so. You can call it like B sides, but it's yeah. more like B sides. And it's better than the original. Ah, see, that's the thing. I I think you like both for different reasons. Okay. So I'll get into that. So, um, so he he has this thing where he's able to kind of like rap on like very pop rocks kind of instrumentals, kind of like you know the roots undone, kind of like yeah, that, maybe yeah. more lo-fi. Yeah. But he's also able to do like boom bap stuff, like Firestarter. I said, and mm. he's still got that Atlanta in him, so he's got that like you know I'm um, hit, and that song just makes me. F- it makes me want to kind of like round up like five of my closest friends in my car and just try and rob something. Like it's such an energetic song. Like it's so good. So um, yeah, like I think there's, he's just so much raw talent to him. And again, I don't say this often, but I have said it and I have, I have a good track record, John. And you can't deny that. When No Name came out, I said it. When Chance Rapper came Here out, we go. I said it. We when go. Jid came out, I said it. When Prime Sims was out, I said it. So... I've got I'm both fit with Jid. He's been missing for a few months, but he's you know. he's, at, he's never dropped a week album, and he's actually never missed with a verse. He's never missed I've, with a verse. I've, I haven't said that. I've just said I've got a bone to pick because I'm waiting. On <laughs> okay, that cool. It should have been out by now. Fair enough. So yeah, so this guy, yeah, he does sound like Jid, obviously from Atlanta, but mm-hmm. I think he has more. Ver- no, I mean, I think he does. He definitely has way more versatility than Jid. Maybe Jid has him on 
maybe the lyrical side, but everything yeah. else is all Kenny. And for, for this guy to just be like, well, he's like 26, really young, and he's able to come up with so much versatility, you need to check him mm-hmm. out. You need to check him out. So um, oh, I think I was making a point there. I cannot remember what I was going to say, but... Anyway. You're just flexing. You are making a point. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I said it with no name and I said it with Jid and all that. Yeah, I think cool, this cool. guy is the next one. I do genuinely think that. I okay. think he's the next one. I'm excited. I'm excited but to I see. Think, I think he's going to be one that people are going to work with quite often because he's so versatile. So mm. yeah. Go and and what are the two songs you picked this week? So I put Hit and Firestar. So that's from the okay. first version of Angelic yeah. Code Rap. So he has the other version. If you're gonna, if you're just listening, just listen to the show. I would say for the deluxe, not deluxe. I don't know what the fuck to call it. For the supercut, mm-hmm. I would say definitely check out A Plus with Denzel Curry. Fire. Yeah. And obviously, much money. Much money. You gotta Gibbs. listen come, to that. Come on. Gotta listen to that. I mean, Freddie Gibbs cannot. He doesn't even know how to miss. I don't think he knows what missing is. No. Anyways, so yeah, that's my spotlight artist. That's cool. Done. Take it away, John. I'm excited. I think we should ki- we should keep on with the theme of spot artists because one we had three weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, has just dropped his album. This is what we oh. say. We don't we don't miss either. Much, much <laughs> like Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> we don't miss. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can look through our what is it 36 artists we have now. Mm-hmm. That's true. So many of them blown up. Toppy's been you know blowing his own trumpet for a bit. So here I go. Lila <laughs> Lila Ike. Yeah. Mean, what she more do I need to like say? She's now got like 600,000 yeah. monthly <laughs> listeners. And I think when I picked her at the end of last year, I'd like say it was less than 30,000 listens. Um, I, don't know. I still don't know how the fuck you got to that one. <laughs> that is an insane find. Honestly, Here we we insane find. Um, but yeah, another one of artists, Bowen, uh, he's mm-hmm. just released his second studio album. And yeah, I'm a fan. I've only skipped three, so I've heard a couple of songs from it. Um, but from what I've heard, I'm a fan. It feels like, because obviously his first studio album was pretty short. I think it was like 27 minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. So this feels a little bit more of a full length studio. Yeah. Um, obviously some of the songs we mentioned a few weeks ago, songs like Vinyl, um, obviously brilliant tracks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like people need to check him out. It's a, it's a great album. Have you listened to the whole thing? Uh yeah no I think it's great like again because you because um you mentioned him on the spotlight um, yeah. artist I was like okay cool I'm gonna check him out and I heard the, the couple songs that you mentioned yeah uh, but then obviously his album dropped I was like oh perfect timing let me just go and listen to this yeah it wasn't and, a coincidence um, there we go <laughs> there we go so um yeah no I proper like it like he's got like a mix of like J Huss and like the streets and like maybe a little bit of James Blake in him like it just feels like a whole like you know amalgamation of those styles. Um, and I guess his story is quite compelling because you don't really hear it often. So about mm-hmm. like him kind of like going through the pressures of being like deported back to Trinidad and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, he literally has a song saying, I'd rather die than be deported. Do you know what I mean? Which I think is, you know, I, 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 I'll say I agree with that sentiment, to be honest, because what the <laughs> fuck is that? Um, some of the songs are like, and the thing is, one thing you didn't really mention much, or maybe I forgot when we spoke about it, he's got a bit of rapping chops to him. He's not just yeah. a singer, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's, yeah, pretty decent rapper. So, um, stuff like Full Moon Freestyle, probably like that. Snakes on my Nokia, proper good song as well. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's just an easy listen. Like, um, he's, he's, again, he's quite versatile how he kind of goes in and out of singing and rapping and what type of inflections he puts on his voice as well. Um, yeah. yeah, this is the first I've ever heard of him. So, um, yeah, but I definitely keep feeling interested. So, yeah, definitely check him out. Guys. Yeah. Speaking of singing rapping, I'll just ask you if you've seen this. There was a tweet recently saying Beyonce was the first, like, rapper singer. 
That's not true. Oh, what the fuck? Who said that? Someone, someone retweeted it. Um, I'm going to make it even more juicy. The person okay, that retweeted it was once a guest on this show. So uh, I'll leave you to it to find out who that was. Okay, cool. No worries. No worries. Cool. We'll talk about that. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> A lot, of other, a lot of other new music this week. I think before we get to the big prize, um, <laughs> let, let's go with Goldlink. He released okay. a surprise album, Haram, um, mm-hmm. which, I mean, second best album this year called Haram. First was obviously... Ah, um, yes. Um, Arm and Hammer. Boldy James. No, but Arm and Hammer, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and The Alchemist. Yeah, and The Alchemist. I don't yeah. know, I thought Boldy James. That was it. Yeah, that was yeah. a great, great project. But yeah, mm-hmm. this felt a bit of a surprise... Felt like a mixtape. Wasn't really mm. much of a fan of like the sound on this album or the direction okay. his career is going in with this because I mean Dias- <laughs> Dias- Diaspora was like pretty well received. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Have you have you listened to it? I haven't. You know what? I'm not a big Goldling fan. Like mm. I, I like songs here and there. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he's had some bangers. Yeah. But, um, he's also a weird guy. Yeah, and I think what he did, I think was it with um, when he got into that beef? Yeah, that was really that was weird. weird. I didn't really understand. Well, that was Anderson Park or something like that. Yeah, like, so like after fuck? Mac Miller died, Goldlink did a post where he said um, it was pretty long. You know, one of those yeah. long like memorial posts, right? But half of it was just about himself saying how like Mac was always like, "You're amazing. Your music's amazing." And then he was like, "Oh, yeah. like so and so stole." Yes, I remember Some now. Of my yeah, music. that was, was like hella weird. Yeah, his album The Divine Feminine was like basically, you know, based on mine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you have not been around for that long to be so like, <laughs> Black Miller was around since like 2009, 2010. Yeah, yeah. Like, like over a decade at that point. Yeah. And also Matt Miller is a legend, Gold Link. You're not a fucking legend. No. You're just a rapper that people like listening to now and again. Again, I have never been sold on Gold Link. Like, I know people like that kind of like house music rap stuff. Not for me. Like, just not for me. Um, I like the song he has with Jasmine Sullivan. I wanna be more than homies. Banger. I like that one. Um, the Aussie <laughs> song he has with um, Tyler the Creator as well. Yeah. Um, you say, Banger. Like, he's got Summer- songs, but... Summertime... Few of those yeah. other big ones, yeah. But um, yeah, he's. He, I've never seen him as like that guy, to be honest. So I've never really been, like, yeah. felt the need to listen to the whole album. So no, I haven't. I haven't listened to this one. Yeah, this was a bit of a dud. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Few few big singles released this week as well. One of mm-hmm. them is your boy Isaiah Rashad. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. So he drops, uh, f- headshots for the mm-hmm. locals. Yes. Um, how do we feel about that? Amazing song. I think this is what people needed. I saw that interview you did with um, that Martinez woman at Complex. And he said this was a song he wanted to drop as the first single, but he wasn't sure about it. I was like, how are you not sure? If he dropped this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if he dropped this, everyone who liked the Sun's Tyrades previous album would have been like, yes, more of what we love. Mm. Like, perfect. Because it gives, oh, it's so soulful. It's so catchy. The beat is amazing. It feels like you're just driving really slowly down the road. Yes. In the evening. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. This is definitely, don't get me wrong. Like, I think the drastic... I guess change in sound compared to um, the one he done with um, Duke Deuce. Yeah, fair enough. It's different. So, 
I guess the album has a lot more variability. It seems like it'll have more variability than the Sun's tirade did, which yeah. I'm happy with, to be fair. But yeah, this is what the people want. It sounds like the intro to the album, and I'm excited, man. I just need an album. I just need a release date. I just need mm. the release date. I have no complaints about this song. It's a bit short, but again, I feel like it's the intro. But yeah. he said, I got a jam. And I was like, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> you got a jam. How are you feeling about this one? Oh, I loved it, yeah. I mm. think the first one, probably because it was a bit of a departure from his sound in the past, I was like, oh, I'm not sure. It was yeah. a bit grittier, wasn't it? But this, yeah, this is what this is what we came for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then even the cover as well, where because um, I saw a teaser of the video today, and I didn't really understand the cover, but then I realized it's like a like AA meeting where they, you know when they sit around in the circle. Hence why it's called headshots. I was yeah. like, ah, so he's going to be talking a lot about that because obviously. He almost got kicked out of TD again mm-hmm. because of drinking and stuff like that. So yeah. it'll be really interesting to kind of see how he expands on this album. Yeah, super excited. For super, sure. Super excited. Yeah. Um, I don't know who produced it. I'm not really sure who produces his tracks. I mean, I imagine they're in-house producers, are they? Uh, I'm going to have to check TDE. that. Keep going, though. Yeah, we'll have to have a look. Um, another big single this week was Vince Staples. Oof. Yeah, big fan. Um, big fan. I can't wait. I think a few factors, right? <laughs> knowing that it's been a few years, mm-hmm. um, knowing that he recognises that there's a need for a bit of a change in direction. Because he said with this song, with this single, right? Um, and with the self-titled album, which is mm-hmm. interesting for someone who's on his like fourth or fifth project, right? Oh, it's self-titled? Yep. Damn. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, he's saying he's wanting to kind of give more of, of himself on this album. Um, and okay. he feels like he's been trying to tell the same story. So this could be a bit of a change in direction, a new perspective. Um, It's obviously all produced by Kenny Beats, Mm -hmm. which I think will be a great, a great combination. Um, Agreed. I think everyone knows Kenny Beats and his catalog. You'd hope. You'd You'd hope. hope. Yeah. We say say that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, Yeah. yeah, No, just to, just to add on the Isaiah Rashad song was produced by Henry Wass and Hollywood Cole, who also produced Lay Witcher. So yes, that's a tip. Um, yeah, no, this Vince Staples song, banger. I I really like mm. it. Um, yeah, I was watching Fantano and he put it on the meh category. I, I did understand That's outrageous. That. Yeah, because this might be one of my favourite singles dropped this week. One of my own. Like, a lot of good fucking singles are yeah, dropped yeah, this yeah, week, yeah. to be fair. But this one is a banger. Like, yes, I love it. I love yeah. it. When he's like, um, I'll never su- um, spend my money on a bad bitch. Like, I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, the way he says it, I was like, love it. Oh, man. It's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, like, because it's funny, because speaking about Vince Staples, like, I think it was like last week or the week before, and we always say, like, it's not just about his comedic, like, aspects. Like, this guy can rap. So mm-hmm. this is a perfect example. And if the album's going to sound like this, I'm all in. Ten yeah. songs as well, all in. I'm, I can't yeah. wait. It sounds like clean cut, you know. Yes. We always go on about one producer, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're in for something special. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Law of Averages though. Great track. Um, who else? Tyler, the creator. Obviously we know we're getting something on Friday. We get the yeah. album. Uh, he dropped a new visual today as well. A couple of hours ago. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. The I brown sugar it. salmon. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. That was a funny little skit. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Uh, he was in like a train carriage on what looked like I don't know the Cyber and Express or something. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts just, on it? Just, uh, yeah, I know he dropped another single after Lumberjack, didn't he? He dropped another one, didn't he? Are you sure that's not the visual I'm talking about? No, uh, is it? I'm no, it might be the. Yeah, it's a visual. It's another yeah, visual. Yeah, yeah. It's another visual. You're right. Um, but yeah, Lumberjack 
it's grown on me. I think I spoke to you yesterday yeah. and I'd only listened to it once and I was like, mm. meh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's gotten better. <laughs> that song, I don't know what yeah. John's talking about, guys. That song is an absolute okay. banger. I think that song is so right. fire. Like, it's big mixtape vibes. And yeah. this is this might be the only time I've ever liked DJ Drama on a song, like ever, ever. Okay. Like, it just fit. And just that beat, it was so like, rough and just ah oh, and the way Tyler is just so again he's just so comfortable because he's quite versatile himself but yeah no that song is fire sorry that's okay. so good and the fact that he wheeled it up again no oh, the song's fire man the song's fire yeah proper love it I'm excited for this record is it gonna well. top ego it feels like it's too soon but then again I, I think because 2020 didn't exist for a lot of people so it feels like oh ego was only a year ago but it was actually like two years ago at this point wasn't it but, and if you've been working then yeah <laughs> it's a lifetime do you know what I mean like so for me I felt I felt like you could have sat on ego a bit longer because it mm-hmm. was doing so well and you haven't even toured on it fully like yeah because you know, 2020 didn't happen but um I guess if he's coming out so I guess the hope is if he's coming out so soon quote yeah. unquote then it should be some yeah. some good tracks but, but saying um, that it was released in May 19 19- 19 so it's over two years just over but yeah fair enough yeah, yeah but, but I think when you drop really good albums not just an album like we're talking the the eights like, the ninths yeah. and above do you know what I mean yeah. that's when you can take the piss do you know I mean like Kendrick Lamar if Kendrick Lamar dropped a shit album if Dan was shit he would come out a lot sooner yeah. but he knows people are going to listen to Dan next month like mm-hmm. a month after that so it's like when you have albums of that level you can take your time and I feel like you should always let if an album is so good, you always let it ride out. That's just my opinion. Like, and ride that's it Little Sims. Two years. Come on, that's all she needs. She's yeah, no. the classic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but even then, I mean, we even thought like, okay, like this is interesting. Like, quite early uh, time to re- announce a, an album release date. But I think Tyler, obviously, Tyler's a much bigger artist. Like, he's a yeah, global yeah. artist, so he's in no rush to drop an album. Like, he's his money is solid. <laughs> you know what I mean? He even said, like, in the song, which is so funny, it's like, now I'm zero, 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 zero. I was like, yeah, I like it. I like the song. It's funny. Um, we got, we yeah, get big it. Fan. Uh, big who fan. Who else has <laughs> released this week? I know you've... Let's, let's talk about this, Tops. Um, okay, I thought ahead. I thought Liam was I your girl. To, I, I thought <laughs> Liam was your girl. What's going on? Let's talk about this. I knew you were this so long. If you follow um, Tops on uh, Twitter, he's been, he's been saying that Neo is, in fact... The best, your favorite artist of the two, yeah, or the better true. artist. No, I think she's no, I can't say she's better than Leanne objectively at singing. I think it's very close these days though, because Nail's singing has gotten mm. way better since like four, four, you know. So I think, and because Nail's voice is so unique, but I think if you're just talking about singing and oh my gosh, you're gonna just like wow lyrical ability. Oh, Neo every day. Neo's better lyricist, better songwriter than Deanna Havis. That's just, that's not even shade. But Neo's, I think that's one of the best things about her, to be honest, is her songwriting. But her singing, but like from Saturn, it's like, oh my gosh, like, damn, like she's really leveled up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this song, um, I, I wasn't too fan. You know, it's funny enough, because obviously this is like two of my favorite singers in the country, right? Yeah. Um, on a song. And they dropped a song, Woman, last year. And I was so hyped for this track. I was like, yes, this is, this is going to be the one. And I was kind of underwhelmed, to be honest. I, I didn't really like it that much. I was kind of upset. Collab. Yeah, I was actually yeah. did it. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, it was nice just, to hear them together, but... It didn't feel memorable. It didn't feel like that wow yeah. moment. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. you've got like two amazing singers mm. on a track kind of I'm thing. still never going to forgive myself for going to uni in Nottingham for four years 
and never see <laughs> and never seeing Nao when she definitely toured there, didn't she? She did. I think she, it was twenty fifteen, was, wasn't it? She was even at Oceano. Second year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she did a lot. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. I've I grown, was the same. I've grown. I'll say, but this was before her first album, so you know what? That's fair true. enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, so she dropped obviously a new single, Messy Love. So she only yeah. dropped it because it got leaked. And she just kind of felt like, well, if it's leaked, then I might as well give you guys the clean, full version. And man, yeah, very excited by that. It's an absolute banger. Like this song, it just, Nail just continues to impress. Like she's just such, she's so good at just writing songs that are either, like she can write a song that's catchy, but also packs meaning at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even though she talks about love so often, she always finds like new and she always finds like new ways to talk about it that isn't boring. So like yeah. you can talk about love like in the morning or you can talk about love like um, another lifetime. It's two completely different songs. Um, but yeah, but if we're talking about Messy Love here, yeah. great, 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 track. great song. Yeah. The only reason I prefer her is... Uh, so... I, th- I think, Le- no, you know what is Leander Havis is like, it's like that shotgun. Like it's so powerful. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's just an amazing voice. I think Nail's got the full, like, I think she's got such a unique tone. Yeah, and she can collaborate with more artists. Her sound is more yeah, yeah. compatible. Do you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. why you got like Sirs and like Six Lack or whatever the fuck kind of working with her. <laughs> Whereas Leanna yeah. just couldn't do that. I don't think. Um, so I think that's the thing, and obviously her songwriting's better. So I think that's what it does is for me. But wait, what do you think? Well, who do you prefer to? You listen to both of them, so I. This is interesting because I started listening to them both at the same time in like mm-hmm. 2015. So I got, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I listened, I started, I was a fan of Nao first. I mm. will say that. So I've kind of always enjoyed that very kind of unique tone to her voice that she yeah. has. Um, by li- by now listening to Leanne a great deal more. That's fair. That so it's hard fair. to say. I think if I, had it, to, yeah. if I had to pick one, I'd probably keep Leanne. That's fair. But like, I'm know. not, there's no right or Like, to be honest, yeah. like, it's not like I'm saying, like, Nail, I'm not saying Nail is better. It's just like, yeah. that's why I said it's like preference because I can't say that. I think Leanne yeah. Havis is a goat mm. single, Jeremy. You know but mean? we have so, both. Yeah. Let's stop pitting them against each other. Yeah, exactly. Told in the past. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's enjoy them both at the same time. That <laughs> exactly. What's that, that Rio Ferdinand video? It's like, let's just enjoy them both in their prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh. Great track. Uh, anything else? Uh, I don't yeah, what did you think about the track? Yeah, sorry, before we close out. Uh, I've only listened to it like once mm. in passing, so no kind of okay. major opinions yet on it. Uh, fair, I need to fair, go back fair. to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, there, was a sm- there was a small release that I think are we going to talk about. I think it was an, an album. Uh, uh, well, she's kind of, I think it's an artist who's been around for a few years. About um, five years, isn't it? About oh, five or so it. years. Um, yeah, yeah. Released loads of projects, but I'm confused because I wrote down here it's her first studio album. Is that right? What? Is that true? Nah, I can't be. She's dropped a couple That's albums That's confusing. That. Um, oh, the, oh, the compilations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, it feels like there's a difference between an EP, EP and an album. album. Oh, yeah. You guessed it. It's her. <laughs> she's, uh, she's released her debut studio album. Mm-hmm. Um in all its glory. Um, you know what? Should we save her? Should we save her? <laughs> I, I, I want to take my time with this one because it's going to be a glorious day. Mm. I can't lie. I think all there is to say is that to all the people who've been saying we've been a bit too harsh, we've been memeing every week. 
Mm-hmm. Hello. Words Hi. mean things, guys. Words mean things. Like, the reason why an EP is not called an album, because it's not an album. <laughs> There's <laughs> not the same sense. weight or pressure on it. So, you yeah. know, you're, you're playing with the big boys now. You're, mm-hmm. you're, in, the, you're in the studio with the adults. Um, yeah. Welcome so, to the games. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Help you stick around. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, guys. There will be... We'll resolve that one fairly soon. We will talk about that soon. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I feel like that kind of summarises up the music from the week. Yeah, just want to give a quick shout out. Don't, don't even need to get into it. But a quick shout out to IDK's new song, Peloton. Yeah. Bangor. So much good music this week. Some bad music. Well, a lot of good music. <laughs> but yeah, Peloton, check it out. Add it to your playlist. It's a fire song. Faintly later. Yes. But yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, we'll be back after a short break. Cool. See you in a bit. Cool. Welcome back. We are back with our guests today. I've uh, got a very special episode for you. Um, so yeah, we'll just go straight into it. We've got two guests today. Um, one is a producer, one is a singer guitarist. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on with me and Yemi. Uh, yeah. Do you want to kind of give a little intro to yourselves? Um, yeah. My name's Wumi, also known as Sunset or Sunset Driver. And I've, yeah, I'm a producer. <laughs> Uh, my name is Yemi. I'm a, uh, well, I would actually say just guitarist, but I like to sing. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's me. Okay, fair. I mean, let's, let's kind of start off with that. So yeah, I actually did see the video of you, like, you kind of like singing a performance. And I never knew you um, sung. I always thought you were just a guitarist. So how come you don't like calling yeah? yourself? Uh, it's kind of what like... um you see? <laughs> no, Look, we have to know. We have to know these things. Um, so yeah, it kind of reminds you of when um, Leanne Havis used to call herself a guitar-ish. Like she didn't want to say she was a full-on guitarist. It kind of feels like that's how you feel about singing. Like you're a singer-ish, but you're not a singer. Why, why do you feel that way? Well, do you know what it is? Um, personally, I feel like there's singers and then there's people that can sing. Mm-hmm. Um, like tone-wise, I, um, I, I know like, I know what's off-key, for example. And I can <laughs> tell a singer with like a nice tone, a nice singing voice what to say. Well, personally, my voice, I don't think I could, like, last as an actual singer, if that makes sense. So I'm kind of, like, a behind-the-scenes-er, okay. if, you, if you know what I mean. What yeah. like, backing and vocals thing? Not even that. I'd like to do, like... I don't even call it backing vocals. What would you call it, a woman? Uh, like, uh, like... <laughs> it's not sound effect. I don't even know. They're not even sound effects. It's vocal... It's just, like, vocal loops... Yeah, but she'll basically be singing, but we're just not gonna use it as like <laughs> luckily vocal. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Like, uh, I can't remember like a Drake song or something. They would use a sample from a singer back in the day, but I'd create that in real time. Let's say, yeah, um, uh, right, okay. and and just make it work because sometimes um, it's longer to go back through files and look for samples that might fit with the key of the song yeah. or yeah. the chords oh, of the song, but. I've I'll just make it on the spot to make it fit so we don't have to go through all of that if that makes sense yeah. and then we'll put a, a guitar ramp on it and we'll put like different effects on it to make it sound lit um <laughs> it's so true yeah. we were literally listening to a song yesterday with that in it well it's fine what were you gonna say oh me mm-hmm. oh yeah we were literally um Oh, we were in Zara yesterday and the line was hella long. So we just started listening to our old like songs and there was one where Yemi does that and it was so wicked. <laughs> <That> was really... 
Yeah. And I guess the name Sunset Driver, right? So I, I guess if if you're not if you're not a bit of a cultured guy, you would know where the kind of reference comes from. But for those who don't know, so MJ's off the wall. I guess his debut adult album, you want to call it. Um, so he has an unreleased. He had an unreleased version where he had a song called Sunset Driver, and it kind of came out like years, years later. Um, so I'm guessing you guys already knew about the song way before that <laughs> album came out. So, yeah. So I guess what made you guys kind of rest on the name Sunset Driver to begin with? So. Um... Oh, long story. Okay, so I want to like like do like two kind of stories in one. Okay. But basically, so I don't want to get too much into it. But my music <laughs> journey started ages ago, okay. like when I was really young. So, um, when I started producing by myself, and when I say by myself, it was just on an iPod. <laughs> but um, I was starting to put myself out on SoundCloud, and I was like, oh my god, I need a cool name. During this time, we were obsessed with Michael Jackson. I can't even like it was borderline embarrassing. I think guys now. <laughs> it was like borderline embarrassing. But we went to Barbados one time, and I remember hearing the song, and we were like, "What was the song called? What was the song called?" And it was called Sunset Driver. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I just called myself Sunset Driver on SoundCloud, and I did loads of like Michael Jackson remixes. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah. Well, yes. you're missing the main point. What One of the lyrics, point, yeah? the lyrics, the lyrics of that song said living on sunset time, right? And Wumi used to always stay up like 4 a.m. in the morning. I'm waking up <laughs> to go to the toilet or something. And Wumi's on the iPod like producing. And I said, literally, you're only making music at night. What's that about? So we were like, oh, the name fits, the name fits. Because like, obviously, yeah. I'm living on sunset literally time. living on sunset time. Like, literally, that's the only time she can produce. Not in the morning, yeah. not in the day. Like, she's up at night doing, you know, production. So yeah, that's pretty much how that came yeah. about. I don't know how she forgot that. <laughs> I, do you know what? It's crazy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good name. Like, it's obviously a great name. But cool is, name. is the truth... That this was your first name, or is there was there like a name before that you settled on and like you know it's a bit embarrassing oh, so you haven't God, told this us. Is, this is like exclusive because no one really knows. Oh yeah, I knew. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> oh gosh, it's gonna sound terrible and embarrassing, <laughs> but I wanted to call myself Illy Millie because I thought my stuff was ill at that point. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, so? I'm too sick. But then Illy Millie was taken, so I was like. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. We've been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess um for the people at home, just kind of give context. So um so Wumi's done a lot of producing for quite a few artists that you may or may not know. I think most notably um Lido Gold. So yeah. that you might you might think, oh that rings a bell. It should ring a bell, especially if you're a guy, because all of us, we love nines, don't we? And she recently got signed to um <laughs> Zeno Records. So she's like the first <laughs> lady yeah. of Zeno Records. <laughs> so um also a couple of artists' name is um Shay Universe, might have heard of her as well. Uh Iris, Dina Ray, things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, you've also done a bit of guitar for some artists as well. Um, would you want to expand on that a little bit? I did. Let me just remember who I've done it for. So um, I've done stuff for, um, there's a lady named Geneva. Um, she makes cool um, cool music. Sounds kind of like a moonchild. Like she loves yeah. the moonchild. Like, uh, okay. And her stuff is really, really nice. Um, so I've played for her live. Um I think my most notable person was, um, I would say Dio. Um, 
I don't know if anyone really knows about her because she's mainly like a songwriter. Um, and she came out with um, she, she like she was she's pretty um pretty well known. Let's say behind the scenes um, yeah. back in the day. So she was actually in um, Chipmunks Oopsie Daisy. She was the oh, voice. Oh right, okay. Um, she was in that um, what is it? <laughs> what was that song? Um, I cannot remember. But she she was pretty much oh that hit him that was her like she did a lot of work like that so she was a lot of um she she did um choruses for a lot of people um she's done it for her and yeah that's who i can remember for for now (laughs) yeah obviously yemi's gonna forget like we both forget things and then we end up like saying oh this person did so yeah yemi's done a lot of guitar like guitar work for me so like oh, she's yeah. on stage. I was thinking, what do I even do? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> she doesn't even know. So yeah. So a lot so, of like the beats on yeah. your kind of on your channel, your Instagram, the guitars is always yummy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, always yummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always me. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess kind of just kind of pivoting from that. So like you said, you've done so much, I guess, producing or guitar that you've forgotten, right? But there's always, you know, every producer, like I've watched quite a lot of people. So like, you know, DJ Dahi or Ali or whatever, or TSB or whatever the fuck. Like they, everyone always kind of has like a set way they kind of go about finding a song or finding the beat or whatever the fuck. So I guess for you, um, what is your kind of approach to um, producing? Like what do you kind of start off with? How do you kind of like develop a track and take it from there? Yeah, do you know what? It's actually kind of changed. <laughs> it's so weird, but um, it always does. It's always in stages, so I kind of like just follow the way I'm just, just going. <laughs> but um, like around the first, because um, I started producing like by playing the piano first. Okay. So I always use chords first because I'm just a pianist. So it was pianist yeah. before. So it was like okay, chords, and then back when Yemi was like properly with me, we used to get her to like sing something. And then we build the whole thing around that. But nowadays, I can't even lie, adapting to how like music is now, I've like, I used to hate loops because I used to think, oh, I'm using someone else's work. But now it's like, you kind of need it. You kind of need it. So it's like, <laughs> what, I get what, what do you mean by that? Just kind of touch on What do you mean by how music is now? Like, yeah, what, what do you mean by that? Oh, so music is very, okay, um, you'll find that a lot of the hits are like remixes of old school tracks. Yeah. Or like you'll hear a repetitive like earworm thing that is like, it makes you remember that song. And it's like, okay, as a producer, I've kind of got to adapt with it. Um, I don't want to copy people, but there's a there's a kind of way you kind of have to go. Um, so yeah, with the loops and stuff. So loop a loop would be from from a vocal loop, someone singing something, or just a guitar loop, like chords just being played over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pick one of those. But me personally, I'm gonna mess around with that until it doesn't sound like the original again. Because I've still got that thing in my head of someone else made that. Uh, someone else <laughs> made that. <laughs> Can I just so, intervene yeah. there? Yeah, I remember yeah. like at at that time when we were like when woman was having that kind of love-hate relationship with um with samples and and loops and stuff like that it was literally because every time we'd hear a song that was basically remixed from something old um we kind of get annoyed at people like oh they had this new song and we're like 
but that was something um, like that was made ages ago. Like that's that was made in the eighties. Like we were kind and of. And we always know the song. We always know the song. Um, one that's screaming in my head is um, I think Ariana Grande is like Baby Eye and it was oh like oh God. that's a little bit of love like that's what the song is called <laughs> like, we're getting angry at people for not knowing the originals um, so I guess for women to, to be one of those people that kind of will show someone like will expose people to the new the new version of it and then they like to know that some people weren't like us and they're not going to go and look for the original um, was kind of like, oh gosh, we're, we're becoming the criminals, but um, <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, it, it's, I think we've, we've come to realise that it's it's okay, and yeah, that's, okay. and there's, I think every single chord progression, I, I believe, every single chord progression that could, I think, well, I don't know, I might throw, throw like, I might be a bit wrong, but every chord progression that I think works has already been made. Yeah. No, I think I think, I think you're right because um someone who was on a Dreamville documentary, the guy who does like uh, he's like a pianist for J Cole. I cannot remember his name. I was blanking, but um he said that mm. as well. He said like mathematically, you can't create like a new chord. It's already been done, and yeah. J Cole oh, seemed really right. bummed out. Like <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like yeah, it's like he's like what? Because obviously J Cole thinks he's like you know. <laughs> he's next yeah. level. I think he, I think he thought, he's like when he heard it, he really yeah. up. But I said, no, that kind of makes sense. There's only so many permutations mm. of chords. Do you know what I mean there's only right. a set number? Yeah. Of especially with the yeah, especially with music theory, you, you have you have you're, you're confined a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's a small box at the same time. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can you can go on the keyboard and like just smash the keys, but <laughs> <laughs> like that's not going to sound good. So the the stuff that. I think subjectively or objectively actually sounds good. Um, it's already been done. Um, it's just about the the different takes and and how people um, how people will use it. How songwriters will sing on top of it, or yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. I was going to ask, um, kind of, who touched briefly on Michael Jackson earlier, but like how maybe this is more production question but like how does how does he and like his sound kind of influence your production itself well <laughs> where do you start <laughs> but yeah <laughs> what it is it's, it's such a big a big chunk of like my life it's, it sounds so cliche but it really oh, is go ahead. um so like obviously growing up as a kid that we listened to michael jackson but you don't listen to Michael Jackson like you listen to oh, all the hits bad and bad yeah great but it's not like the producers like you don't remember like I remember not knowing who produced what but now I know who produced everything so it's just like it's not really Michael Jackson it is him because obviously he's the artist that was you know on them but it was more the producers when I got to this stage of like I'd be on the bus and I'd listen to the instrumental instead of the um actual song it's like, right. yeah, now I'm listening to what the producers do. So from, I think Bad With My... See, Yemi, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Bad My Favourite Album because I can't remember now. <laughs> but, like, yes, there's certain there's certain things... Bad is such a good album. And you can literally... Oh, my God. So certain things you can literally take from there and put it, play it today and it sounds wicked. Yeah. Like, certain, I, like I feel like the producers they use, they, they made timeless music. Wait, and name some of them if you can. Oh, Quincy Jones. Quincy, yeah. Yeah, of course. Teddy Riley, Dark Child. It's still my favourite. I can't lie to you. Yeah. 
um, even though he's like, he's still doing things, which is crazy. But yeah, he's still working with artists like her and stuff like that. Yeah. We don't need to get to that. We don't need to get to that. Anyways, continue. He's like, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think who else. Like, but they're the main ones though for me. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, but they they've all they're all great. Like they're all great to me. Mm. Um, obviously, I have the the ones that were also inspired by him that I I love like Pharrell like the Neptunes yeah of course and um Tim <laughs> but it's just like I think it's annoying that they all send back to Michael Jackson but it, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah actually speaking of New Day producers I was gonna throw this in because you know when I was doing like a bit of my research so um I saw that you and um a guy that we've touted quite a lot on this show a guy called Emil so you two kind of um follow each other on Instagram and I thought, was there any kind of story? Like, are you kind of aware of him? Or is there any kind of backstory about how you two know each other? Because it feels like you two's producing styles are quite, not similar, but it kind of seems like it stems from the same root. Oh. Emil. <laughs> Emil. I just clocked you. You're talking about. Okay, because I have two Emils on my Instagram. Oh, okay, right, right. <laughs> Don't get, he's wicked. Um. Wow. He's he's weird. I can't. Say. <laughs> he got me off with that one. He doesn't. He samples like yeah. He's yeah. he's crazy. Yeah. He's he's wicked. Um, do you know what he followed? He followed me first, and it was kind of mad because I think he went to my uni. I think that's oh how right I, okay yeah we went to the same uni, but um, now nah, he's wicked. Like the way the way his approach to production is it's like it's way different to mine because I'm more hands on. I like to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that remind he reminds me of um oh ring the bell um almost almost Kanye but not really Kanye. I got you mean I, I get like mad with that the way you kind of flips kind of and loops yeah yeah. That, yeah. that I still keep every time we talk about Emil like the first one that comes to mind is I think it's the song Ambrosia yeah the one he does with and then the one he does with Nux when there's like. Oh, Bakerloo. Oh, such a good song. Fuck me. Yeah. The like beats yeah. are chopping that. But yeah, he's, uh, yeah. Yeah, super good. Tenor. Okay, cool. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, to go, yeah, just, I just want to kind of throw that in there. Yeah, <laughs> he's too bigger than he is, though. I can't lie. Very underrated right now. I mean, that is our whole thing, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, exactly. your whole thing, yeah. I feel like it's, it's it, it, it's gonna happen. Yeah, mm. for sure. Like, maybe There's not no the time because the, the, the market's kind of saturated, mm. but he'll get his time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, so kind of going back to um, the MJ discussion. So a few weeks ago, we had um, an episode where we kind of took uh, questions from the, we did. the listeners. And uh, one of the questions from, from your good old mate, a listener of the show, also been featured on the show, Jerry Morris. She, were, um, she said Beyonce was over MJ. And I think it was Ooh. Yemi who said it yes, would be a good conversation. Yes, I was triggered. Yeah, so why don't you start us off on that? Um, yeah, you can take it any direction you want to, really. Well, first of all, because of mom brain, just, just tell me what she said again. She just said, like, Beyonce was just over MJ. She said Beyonce, she just said Beyonce greater than MJ. That was all she said, really. Right. So, that's a trigger, Ross. Do you know what? I, yeah, I, I remember saying that this would be a great debate because both sides... Oh, oh, oh! Do you know what's annoying? I can't not like Beyonce, mm. and something in me doesn't want to like Beyonce because everybody loves Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Is it the hipster and you just be like, nah, I can't like what everyone else likes? <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm, I think I'm like, I'm somebody that like, if everyone likes it, there should be a reason why I shouldn't. But mm-hmm. I, I do like Beyonce is kind of like, it's not even the guilty pleasure. Like I, I just have to give it to her because she's that good. She is that yeah. talented. Um, do you know what's um, funny? Yeah, you know, okay. I was triggered when I first heard. I was I was very triggered when I first heard oh Beyonce OMG. Like that just triggered me just because <laughs> what are yeah. you saying? But then what Your I mean, heart wants to say, it. no way. Yeah. No, but we're not really thinking no about it. Way, They're both they both give me the same feeling. And what is that feeling? I, but they both have songs that I can't stand. And they both have songs. <laughs> 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 they both have wicked songs like that are like, oh my god, I can listen to this like on rookie mm-hmm. the day. And so, you know what? I think it's because the oh, I couldn't even comparing them is very difficult because they both kind of show a level of mu- musical understanding and musical in um. Oh, what's the word? It's gone. <laughs> it's kind of like uh. They care. They care about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they like they won't just make some nonsense music. They they understood it to to the piano line, to the the um, backing vocals, to everything, and they both paid attention. Let's say, um, and I and I appreciate that. That's it. Musical appreciation. They they kind of they didn't just they just they're not just doing it for the contract. They're not just doing Ooh, it for the money. I can yeah, hear yeah, that. Not gonna lie, I'm not jumping there. Because Beyonce has kind of um, what do you call right, it? She's gone a bit commercial. Kind of conform. That's the word. Oh, what, right. I can't remember what song. Jumping on that song with um, Meg. Was it Meg? Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck, yeah. Kind of yeah. Oh, gosh. She kind of conformed and kind of disappointed me there. I can't lie. Mm. Um, don't. I think- won't lie though. One. Uh, this is gonna. This is hurt my chest already. <laughs> my heart's pounding. <laughs> I have to be honest. Let's think about Michael Jackson's history album. And let's think about <laughs> some of the songs that are on that. They're not. Oh, when you think back, you want to be like, oh, Michael Jackson, yeah, but Michael Yeah, Jackson, Michael Jackson, no. I'm not going to lie. Michael Jackson's had some shit albums. I'm going to say it right now. These are so, I'm going to say that straight up, yeah? Because you know what? For the longest time, I'll explain what I'm trying to say, right? So... For the longest time, because I knew it would be different, maybe because of the way he looked, maybe I was just being a bit colorless, whatever the fuck. But for oh everything, from off the wall to bad, I was like, this is perfect. I can enjoy this for the rest of my life. But I knew once I went past that, it was going to be some bullshit. Because one thing about Michael Jackson that I believe, right, he doesn't do well with long albums. Michael Jackson is a 40-minute guy. And that's yeah. just that's just facts. So when yeah. it got to... Um, dangerous. Like, dangerous. When How did you feel dangerous, about that, though? Oh, I did not like it at what all. I feel like we did the same Any thing. Of them? Yeah. Oh, oh, I feel like it's the same thing you're saying. Like, I feel like it oh, yeah. became more trendy because one thing I will oh, say, I one thing I'll I say about that. both Beyonce and Michael Jackson that, especially Michael Jackson that's underrated, is that they're both quite experimental. Like, in terms of the sounds they yes. had at the time. Like, the, yes. especially stuff like Thriller, it goes through so many ranges of sounds that mm. weren't really touched on at the time, the way Michael Jackson was. Like, how the fuck are you having something like Be It and Human Nature on the same album? That doesn't really make any sense. It's so, an experience. Yeah. So, yeah, I think both are guilty of that. But I guess one question I'll say to you is, um, I guess, what do you, what, Qualities do you think one has over the other in a sense? As in the albums? No, just oh, the oh, same. Just, yeah. Okay, Beyonce yeah. vocally, vocally Absolutely. does outdo Michael Jackson. Absolutely. Like, yeah. let's say some points, yep. 
Berkeley, she outdoes him. Um, would you say that one one of the would you say performance wise obviously both big performers michael jackson would you say he relied less on the less on kind of like backup dancers or less on kind of the whole stage presence of other people Ooh. and would you say Do you know what yeah, I I want to say like, oh well. If you asked me this in 2013, I would have said, oh no, but like, um, yeah, Michael Jackson could have stood on stage by himself and mm-hmm. and basically got the same thing. But I do feel like partially, uh, Michael Jackson was mainly a buzz. Like it was just mm-hmm. the name Michael Jackson that brought that. It he didn't really have to do anything because you know looking one way for two minutes and then looking the other way for two minutes and people are fainting. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. You haven't even what, sung yeah, a song yeah. yet. <laughs> you haven't even said a fucking word. Yeah, true. He like moves yeah, his yeah, hand yeah. and there's like another wave of screams. And someone's just fading <laughs> off on a stretcher. Yeah. I was like what, what the fuck is this? Is this a person? This a person? Whatever. It's kind of like <laughs> like that. That was kind of. That was craziness, but I feel mm-hmm. like people that that goes beyond the music. That goes to the person. People loved Michael Jackson and not like so. So musically speaking, um, I don't know. I feel like they they both gained the same kind of um, reception. People do the most for every like for both of them. Yeah, like, even people did. Like, I don't know if you've recently seen what they've done to. Um, I can't remember. He's just said that Beyonce can't sing. But they're getting like, what's that guy's oh, that name? I don't know what his name is, but he's absolutely getting torn apart by the Beatles. Oh, this guy? Oh. Oh, oh, no, I didn't see this. But, oh, well, if you look on his um, reviews page, it's just a digression, but it really makes sense. Yeah. They've gone to his his um, Google, um, his um, <laughs> reviews at his restaurant, and they, they haven't even oh, been no. to the restaurant, and they're putting bad Fuck it up. That's so fucking fake. The beehive or something else, you know. That's what I'm saying. I guess MJ fans are the same way. One hundred percent. Imagine yeah. MJ fans yeah. during the era of like social media. Holy yeah. fuck, we yeah. finished. They're still about. That's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even be able to say this on the podcast, right? Yeah, now. it's true. Okay, you you it's find true. the right side of Twitter, and you found mm. them all, mate. Don't oh. say the wrong thing. <laughs> fair, fair so enough. I guess, like. I was going to ask, like, going back to, I mean, we've mentioned a couple of albums already, but, like, a conversation we love to have on a podcast is classics, right? So, like, if, if we're comparing them in that sense, uh, when you look Ooh. at their discography, I mean, Beyonce is still going, right? But, like, yeah. what albums do we think are classics that Michael Jackson has and that Beyonce has? And would that kind of alter the way you perceive the, the debate? She's gonna say all of them. She, I saw the face. She wasn't like every single one. Like, like, like I haven't got enough hands. Yeah, like, yeah, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember like Beyonce's actual albums, and I think mm-hmm. the ones that are calling out to me is B Day and okay. I don't want to. Yeah, and four. B Day and four. Okay. okay. Yeah, no lemonade. Love. Which ones? No, no. This no. is what I was gonna ask. Well, if lemonade no. had been, I couldn't. Let's get into that. Yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> Why well, can you stand it, it with me? It's the bit, the part in me that when everyone's going on about it, I can't. Okay, fair. If it's but do you know what, Wumi? I gave it, it a chance. It 
I gave it a chance and I still couldn't stand it. Wow. <laughs> if you remember, I know, I know. I, I wanted to like it. That's the thing. I wanted to. Right, what, what couldn't you stand here? I think it just, I just didn't like it. <laughs> I think no, musically, no, I, I wouldn't like play the song though. Them. I have a preference of Beyonce songs that I like. Mm-hmm. Don't really yeah. like the slow ones. Like, the ones with like the the ones that sound like you're on a, a ship in, in the sea. <laughs> I don't know if that means anything to anyone. Let me give you an example. Okay. Uh, I'm going through the I'm going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. Yeah, I feel oh we stumbled we stumbled across the gold mine here. I know, right? Go I didn't think this was gonna happen. Yeah, say it. Let's go into it. Yeah. Um, sorry, but I don't want to say the the song I don't like. But what? Hold it's up. A very unfair opinion. Should I say it? Formation. No, go ahead, yeah. Freedom. Oh, oh fair, fair enough. I get it. Oh, my gosh. It. I thought I was yeah. going to get Freedom on that album. Yeah. yeah. I do like that song, but I get it. I think I'm sorry. Kendrick stole the show on that one. I was yeah, going to copy what, the way I think she sounds, and I'm not yeah. going <laughs> to do it. But because you said, like, sound underwater, I thought you were going to say Hold Up was, like, your least favourite song, because obviously that kind of has, like, the... Um, Still drums you know and what? stuff like that. I take mm. it back now because I do like oh, the song with oh my gosh, what's it called? Don't hurt yourself. The Jack White. No. Oh my god. You know what like it is? Oh. <laughs> when you pick too many songs, you forget the names. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah, that. no, that's that's no, that's true. Remember? I can't remember. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. But you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I hate when people act like imagine yourself on a boat doing this. Yeah, no, I got what you mean. But I hate when people do that when it's like, oh, you know, if you know hip hop so much, name every song that so so hard to me. It's like, mate, I listen to like yeah. fucking 30, 50 to 50 albums a year, mate. Like, I'm not gonna remember one of the shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, literally, like, fuck out of here. But, um, I see. Cool. But if okay. we go back to um, what you were saying about the albums and like classics and stuff, mm-hmm. then yeah. I've, I've just had a look. It is four. It is four for me okay, for fair. Beyonce. Because what, love and top party, yeah. all in life, count yeah. that like I'm yeah, it's that one still. It's that one. <laughs> that one. I totally forgot. Oh my gosh, I haven't listened to an age. Even though I don't actually like dance for you, <laughs> I don't like that. But, um, I don't think I think that's the deluxe actually. Because I know Spotify only has the deluxe, but yeah, dance for you is not on the oh, original. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, four. <laughs> I think four is like four. it. Kind of reminds you of um Jay Z's the Black Album, where it's just straight hits. Like it's not just trying to go. Yeah, for you don't have to skip many um i agree like yeah so i would say that um for her um michael jackson now (laughs) there is a few i won't lie the first first three were very different that's why you can't really yeah even i don't even know if people know about the ones where he was very young oh like ben and stuff like that yeah there were tunes on them too and i can't i can't (laughs) oh i think woman likes forever and forever michael yeah, don't embarrass me. They're so old that people nowadays would be like, Why are you listening to that for? But mm. I can't lie. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Fair. Yeah. Me yeah so, but I would yeah. say Michael Jackson has more classics. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Definitely yeah, more what, hits. What, what, what would what, you consider classic, Shami? Um, for Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Uh, oof. Um, I'm gonna have to say I don't want to say all of them. Uh, let, let me see. <laughs> let top, to be... three. top three. Oh, Thriller. Three. Okay. Fair. I know you didn't like Dangerous. 
Okay. Fair. Dangerous. Fair that hurt me a bit, Tops. I wasn't yeah, expecting I, to hear that from you. I just, Wait, you I, like, I wanted you to. Like I wanted to. I do, yeah. I think there's four in a row there. Off the wall, thriller, really? bad, dangerous. How could I forget off the wall? Yeah, off the wall. I mean, off the wall, <laughs> that's, straight away. And that's that like is. a 12, that's the mad thing is it's a 12 year gap between the first and the fourth of those. Yeah. And yeah. every single one of them, I would say is a classic. It was coming out yeah. with fire. Yeah. Do you see that? But do you know what? <laughs> I will say this. And and this kind of gives Michael Jackson a, a bit of an advantage. At the time, obviously, they're, they're trying to sell albums. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, Beyonce is more like, uh, let's say from from Lemonade and all of that. It's, it's singles, and you know you've got you've got streaming now, so mm-hmm. they're not really focusing on the whole album, the whole experience. People were buying like a whole vinyl, and you you wanted yes. to play that from beginning to mm-hmm. end. They're, they're mm-hmm. putting their money into that, and they want every song to sound you know like something that they want to listen to. Well, so I, I feel like Beyonce could afford to have those those naff ones. <laughs> well, I, but I guess recently. She's she's changed into the, the visual album things, which is I think that's wicked though. I can't yeah. even lie. Lemonade yeah, was it was wicked for what it was. Even though I don't yeah. like it's a good film. It's a good film. It's a good yeah, film. and even yeah. the the um Blackest King, like with all the songs mm. in it, it, like you're reaching level, you're pushing it. Like you can't be doing what Michael Jackson was doing because no one buys CDs anymore. Yeah, but uh, you know, I like I really do like what they did there. Like I think that was wicked. Um, mm. And that's why I think this they're equal at this point, and I hate yeah. to say it, but mm. I don't think you can when, say who's better. Yeah. No, I, I I would agree. But it's funny. I have, a, I have a question that's now redundant, and it was going to be: if lemonade hadn't been made, would we be having this conversation? No, but you know what is? Forget what they're saying. Bro. Forget it for a second. We both know lemonade because we had an episode on lemonade, like, yeah, I think, like a month or so ago. I mean, two yeah. months ago now. I think lemonade is probably one of the best albums she's created because it showed that is not only can she do the pop stuff, she can do a whole conceptual stuff, which my mm-hmm. couldn't do. The same I hear way. that. But like, yeah, I feel like how deep the that album goes in terms of the samples being used, the visuals, yeah, um, the story being told and she kind of took like what should have just been a cheating album and made it way more don't get me wrong it does borderline borderline on the hotep side don't get me wrong for sure mm-hmm. but like i feel like just to create the creative um ambition to kind of take it to that i level. respect that. yeah i respect that and i just think that's just something we just don't get and i don't think we will get and then i get people don't buy albums and stuff like that but i think when you're someone as big as beyonce you're kind of immune to mm. stuff like that because people are going to buy your shit anyways mm. you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But, and to do that at that stage in her career as well yeah 100 yeah, yeah. but hmm, got one little point one little point okay. you said that beyonce kind of showed showed her range would you say mm-hmm. but sure. would you not say that michael jackson ugh, i don't know if he did it well but songs like come together Songs like um, I mean, okay, no, I mean, I mean, over a course of an album, because okay. album, because mm. Michael never went for concepts, which I don't think he needed to. I don't think concepts are like the 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 standard of like a great artist, but it's just something mm. that because Beyonce has done both. We have never really seen Michael do both. I guess Bad is maybe the closest. Can't lie, Did you guys watch Moonwalker because it made no sense, and that's. That's where Beyonce trumps Michael Jackson. Because they, he tried to do me. he tried to do a lemonade. No, then, yeah. Okay, but it doesn't oh, make sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna make it all that right now. He tried to mess the music videos together and make a story. Doesn't and the story sense. made no sense. You watch it, it's not it easy. and you tell me the plot. Didn't <laughs> <is> it, <laughs> 
you wouldn't follow it. You wouldn't follow it. It's very random <laughs> and very much like, okay, we've got all of these songs that are different to fit into one film and... Yeah, yeah, let's try and make a story and knit them together and it doesn't make sense. So basically... Mm. What you guys just said just triggered that thought because I thought mm. he didn't make he didn't make albums that have a concept yeah. at all. Yeah, it's not his strong point. It's not his strong point. Yeah, Michael's always mm. about like the bangers. I guess the I guess being ambitious with the production again as well because obviously Quincy was on his back. So yeah, mm. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I think in terms of like peaks, I think Michael definitely has that. I think Beyonce is more consistent artist. You look over her career, has she ever really had like a yeah. shit period? Probably not. Whereas Michael. Mm. Obviously, probably his personal life kind of gets in the way, but he's had some shit moments. Well, he doesn't take away from, <laughs> yeah. like, maybe the first fucking 20 years of his career, right? So it doesn't yeah, really fucking yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I think that's the, that's the balance you can have. But again, I like discussions like this where there's no, like, right or wrong answer. It's kind of like, you know, whichever mm-hmm, flavor yeah. you have. Mm-hmm. But actually, one question I have, which I just kind of thought of now, um, and I said this when I was doing... So I had a challenge where I reviewed an album a day in, like, March or something like that. And then one artist I've always been really fond of is Janelle Monet, right? And yeah. I'm not saying this for anyone to agree, but I'm just saying I felt like Ooh, I when it's all that. said and done, I feel like Janelle Monet, maybe talent-wise, could be seen on that level of like a Beyonce or something like that. And a lot of people were like, well, how could you say that? But I guess for you guys, do you have anyone who is like, maybe one day they, they could be seen on that level? Oh, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Go ahead, hit us with it. I'm scared. I I would say Bruno Mars. Okay, fair. Why did you want to say it? <laughs> I think because um, I think it's that thing in me that obviously everyone loves of Bruno Mars. Or everyone mm. loved him. Um, oh, they still do actually. I won't lie. Until they um, realise he's actually just not black. Like, I was black. Black. And that's what, I'm not gonna lie. And I can't. <laughs> that might be why I didn't want to say it because I do feel like he is getting away with getting away with it. Basically, he's mm. he is pulling a like kind of like a I, I'm a black man, but but he's not. Uh, <laughs> but he gets away with it, and and that's okay because he does have. Well, is it okay? But he's got the he's got he's talented. You know what yeah, I mean? He's very sure. talented. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I don't I don't really like I don't really mess with every song. Like for example, mm-hmm. surprising as it may be, uh, twenty wait, what's it called? Twenty four karat magic. magic. I actually don't like that song. It's uptown. It's fair. Uptown for me. Oh, and uptown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually don't, I don't like uptown like funk. Yeah, fair. It makes me want to um, jump out the window. <laughs> but what what is it what is it that you'd say about him like musically that puts musically, that would put him on that pedestal okay so he is working with producers that mm. i like we have to we have to go back to to the basics of this conversation yeah, okay. <laughs> we need to we need to give producers their props it's not the artist most of the time and if we go back to michael jackson and beyonce it's not even them because if they were placed <laughs> with with kind of poor producers, yeah. what like they wouldn't you wouldn't know how good they they are because yeah, they I weren't agree. placed with people that like I think producers' jobs are to um kind of shine a light on them or like kind of amplify their talent, and if they're not put with this, the right people, then you can't see it. Um, you can tell with um with even some of Michael Jackson's songs, the one that the ones that weren't very popular they weren't made by those producers that that knew what they were doing do you know what i mean 
No, 100% um, agree. So if we go back to like Bruno Mars now, I can't remember what the producers' names are, but the ones that um that that album it, it is twenty four karat magic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that that album. Oh, the the stereotypes. Is it them? Let me just. Check. I don't know. <laughs> But but that, that is very well produced. That is, is. very, very well produced. Mm. I don't know if anyone knows, but I feel like I'm a nerd right now. But the same people that produced that produced, I don't know if you guys know about Travis Garland. I don't no? know. No. Wicked. Mm-hmm. And they produced that, and it sounds nothing like it sounds nothing like Bruno Mars's album, but you can just tell that there's a level. Yeah. There's a level with the production, and it's just like, had that not been there. They could have really flopped. Like if they tried to if they tried to make that kind of sound and they used like enough producers, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. Yeah. So I, I do mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, props definitely need to be given to the producers of that album. No, but yeah, sure. Bruno Mars definitely as a whole package, even his yeah, performance. performance wise, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is good. I can't I can't say he's he isn't. Is that yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said you said that because I was even thinking Dare I say it? But Chris Brown could have, but he he mm. he messed up too. He early. messed up. He messed up. <laughs> he messed up. And now wow. he's a bit too much. You know how there's a there's like a, a certain vim that these artists have where they can go mm. away and come back and still have the same. Yeah. Chris Brown's been in our face for too long. I mean, a man has his vices. He has his vices. A man also <laughs> has fifty-five track albums, but exactly. Right. That was not that thing because I couldn't even listen to the whole thing. I got tired. I now would not even no. bother to join you on that. But no, I've not said... listened to him in twelve years. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but what no, what you said on like the producers being so important. I feel mm. like it's so. That's why I like having producers on the show. I think you like our second producer, like we've had on the show, and. I think a good example of this, because another guy, Bruno Mars, is working right now, Anderson Pack, right? And he has his own band, The Free Nationals. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you can see a clear difference between someone who is good regardless, because obviously Anderson Pack has worked with so many people, Dr. Dre, Knowledge, he's got so many different producers, and he's still Kendrick, and he's he's just still amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. But obviously, um, Bruno Mars is kind of different. Like, he has to have his set team. Like, you can tell Bruno Mars is very technical of what he does that's mm. why he only drops like fucking nine ten track albums yeah which i can respect i think another mm. example for the listeners um someone we bang on about 24 7 little sims and she's had her last couple albums with this one guy called inflow and you can tell there's a clear difference mm-hmm. of when she's not working with him it's not bad but it's just it's not that there's a certain magic and chemistry when someone knows it. you and someone knows how to push you to take a risk that you wouldn't normally um, yeah. that yeah. relationship you have with a producer like how actually just just a question that like how important do you think that relationship is with an artist to kind of just that is i guess like that intuitive feel that you have with them and that's that's the both for you in terms of like guitaring or producing oh gosh um, oh gosh do you want a, a minute one or yeah, give me a minute because I'm saying okay. <laughs> I was gonna say like when, when I'm working with with an, with an artist or something or okay let's let's talk about um working with an artist first um and even working with women yeah I would say both um it needs to we need to kind of see eye to eye in a way we need to be on the same page with what okay. we want to do um sometimes like someone might approach me and I'll I'll try and play some chords and they're like, no, I don't like that. Can we go for something more? And it's like, okay, cool. Let, let me try and kind of 
um, go with what you're going with. And we're just clashing. It's not going to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, whatever sure. it comes out with, one of us isn't going to be happy. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And and if it's not me, then you might not feel you might not hear the love behind those strings. Like I'll yeah. tell you that. Um, so I think it's very important that you know we've got some kind of love for maybe like sometimes it goes down to our influences. We we have yeah. to kind of have some influential um, like some common ground there. Yeah. Um, and I think um, might be digressing a little bit, but like when when I work with Umi. Maybe because we're naturally, you know, because we're twins, <laughs> you know, because we're twins, <laughs> um, we might just naturally have that. But I, I won't actually lie. Um, sometimes when we doesn't like what I do, and that, you know, that 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 is kind of good because that shows me like, okay, cool. I can't. Maybe I'm kind of going off on my own tangent a bit too much, and that's not really working together. But when when we work together and when we like we're on to the same thing, that's when I think we get the best. Um, yeah, we get the best sounds because it doesn't sound like. I think it's very important that you know we we we're kind of trying to get the same thing because yeah, as I yeah. said, it's gonna sound a whole mess or the love <laughs> is gonna be. <laughs> you you ain't gonna hear like how how you wanna hear it. It might sound like. Um, I'm reluctantly playing something because I, I don't like it or I, I don't believe in it, <laughs> let's say. Yeah, as passionate shit. as that sounds, but it's just going to sound yeah. like, yeah. it's just going to sound pants. So, um, yeah, I do think it's very important um, mm. to have that kind of relationship. Question, yeah. question I have, which I've never really asked before, um, maybe, a, maybe a stupid question, I don't know, but like as a, as a producer, like when you kind of get together with the artist or, I don't know, they send you an email or whatever about, something that they want how how important or if at all is it to know what the whole project what the project as a whole is like what the other songs <laughs> they're making I don't, does that make sense like because in my head I'm like when I see an album and I'm like there are 25 different producers on here like do are, are some producers aware of like the soundscape of the album or how okay. track three might lead into track four which you're producing that's a really, that's a really good question. Is that no one really thinks about it until you're in it and it's like, oh my gosh. But no, like literally, what I start to ask for now, well, I've asked for it for a long time, but certain artists didn't know. But reference tracks mm-hmm. are great. Like you might have a playlist that's called like Chilled, Chilled Vibes, mm-hmm. something like that. But they'll have so- different songs from different eyes, but it's like they all give the same vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's why I've got lights like this. Mm-hmm. Because vibe is like that's one of the main things i think music is like music is all about vibes now mm-hmm. um so yeah. especially when i'm making like eps with people you'll find that the songs don't sound the same like i'm my, i'm the same producer but i have to channel like different kind of sounds that come to the same kind of like movement um stuff like that um yeah or like yeah a lot of the time because i don't like to copy tracks like if someone says oh I want a song like this and it's like oh my gosh I'm gonna be too close give me something else that you like some elements of that song I'll nitpick but then make them kind of work together because obviously you can't you know you can't be you can't be too outside the box but then again nowadays you can but (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah literally reference tracks so like making a playlist and listening to it people like will literally listen to the playlist in the session and be like okay cool good but i literally ask for it like a week before or like days before <laughs> yeah. and literally sit there 
and mm. think, hmm, okay. And then I listen to the, the artist's voice and think, how can I, how can I make that like work there? Or is this genre even for that person? Because sometimes mm. it's not going to work. <laughs> like, how easy is it to say that though? How easy is it to say that yeah. to the artist? It's like, look, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not it for you, mate. Oh, or it's like, you know what, I'm just going to get paid in the <laughs> Because you find that artists um, nowadays, especially, they're very um, stubborn. Like, I want this and this Shop is what horror. I want. It's like, are you going to be girlfriend? Because, <laughs> you know, um, and then it, artists nowadays, because obviously everyone's kind of independent. They love this independent thing. So it's like, oh. It's the way you say it. It's yeah. this independent thing. Like, wait, yeah, what, what, is what, what, what is this? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm, here for, I'm here for it, but it's getting a, it, they get a bit ahead of themselves. It's, like, mm, it's right. a bit big headed, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm a singer songwriter and I can produce and I can make it's like, no, choose <laughs> one, <laughs> you can do one well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because then they feel like they can school the producer, and it's like the yeah. producer does this Some all the can, time. And let me not. Don't get me wrong. Some people can, but I think this thing of wanting to do be a what's it a jack of all trades. Yeah. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be deep, but like sometimes yeah. it's like, look, if you've especially if you come to me, let me do my job. Yes. And I'm not even trying to be patronizing or anything like that. But sometimes it's like you need to wait, like chill out because it's not going to sound good mm-hmm. like there's there's also like as much as it's creative and like there's freedom and everything mm-hmm. there's also guidelines like i think people mm-hmm. miss that it's like you can't be too you can't be too free mm-hmm. but you know as much yeah. yeah you can do what you want but it's like playing the playground but there's a gate like don't yeah. run into the road and get hit by a car yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give an analogy to kind of make it make sense, right? So the reason why consultancies exist, right, is because <laughs> no one is fucking. You can't have like fifty C jobs in one company. You can't be like, so how are we gonna make our company better? Because that doesn't make any sense. Because if right. anyone knew it, it would already happened, right? Sometimes <laughs> you need someone to come in from a different perspective and be like, okay, cool. Here's what we want to do. This is how you're gonna help us do it. And they can be like, oh, because another thing as well consultants or whatever the fuck they're not invested in you know your company doing well they're just invested in building the right product yeah whereas right. do you know what i mean if, if if me and john are right okay how are we going to make this show better we don't ask outside he might be thinking oh how can i make it better to make me look better or and stuff like that do you know what i mean there's not that yeah. outside voice to be objective um mm-hmm. so yeah i think what you're saying completely makes sense to be honest yeah. um so i think so uh producer hannah v that we had on she said, she spoke a lot about like, sometimes people come in and they'll just have conversations and just kind of vibes out. Or she said, um, there needs to be a lot of um, truth in the room or something like that. Is that, is that yeah, you're nodding your head. I guess, is that a sentiment that yeah. you guys share? Um, I can't even lie. Lilo is one of the most like, <laughs> Lilo God that is, yeah. is one of the most like, she's so expressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like we've made a lot of tracks they haven't come out yet but we made a lot of tracks together and they're all different but it's like she'll literally come in (laughs) it's so funny but she'll be like she'll be pissed off about something maybe Mm. and be like yeah we're writing something about this because and it's like oh okay but (laughs) it will just work um i'm i do kind of thrive off of colors in the room like it's pink now but you'll find it going to the next colors in a second but mm. like when i'm producing something if she says oh like did we have a song oh i don't know if i should have said the name i should mm. it's got it's not out yet it's on release okay. but it's called leave mm. 
okay. and it's quite sad. And I made the room blue. And it, like when you listen to it, it's just a vibe. Like literally, that thing of truth in the room. It makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It makes so much sense. Like if you're literally feeling sad and that hurt is in your voice when you're singing, you know, I can't lie. Beyonce, we have to bring Beyonce up again. <laughs> God, she has. Oh, I can't even remember what the song's called. Okay. Yes, yeah, CME, that's the song. <laughs> that connection, wow. that song mm, I know, right? Are they right? <laughs> Telepathy, I'm even in the room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. But yeah, it's, it's, she's got the, what's the, it's just, she's got the emotion behind it. And you can tell, like, that's why it resonates with so many people. It's not like she was having a jolly old good day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, can I gonna hear the smile behind her voice or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if she was, I don't know if she was sad, but. The song I, I think of like when you say that is Pray Catch yeah. Me Listening from Lemonade. Like that's one of the songs. Castles. Do you? Yeah, I think of Sandcastles mm. quite a lot. In terms of yeah. But yeah, because she's literally breaking down. And when crying. you can hear the voice breaking, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> she's actually feeling it right yeah, now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, that's just another example to give. Um, another artist that we covered, Baby Rose. Um, mm. She did something exactly like you're trying to talk about. She, um, so I think one of her, biggest singles actually to myself and it's kind of her literally she came, she came home after a night out drunk as hell and literally yep. just wrote a song about like missing her um, long-term boy, ex-boyfriend so I'm thinking you know, 100% right. that's where it's kind of shit to say but sometimes that's where the magic happens right when you're yeah. at the height of some sort of emotion yeah that's where you like need to come. method singing yeah do you know I mean? yeah, yeah I was even thinking drunk like that that's even even you are saying things that you don't want to say because that's yeah. thing out exactly <laughs> yeah is that yeah. wait, so? I guess do you share the same sentiment, Yemi, when it comes to like I guess playing for people? Is it kind of the same thing? Wow, uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because once once they tell me like what what is the song about? Um, mm. Oh, I, I remember another artist I've, I've played for actually, one called Glorinade, um, mm. and her voice, her voice is so like it's a powerful voice. You hear it, you're gonna say powerful. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. um, cool. Because you can literally kind of just feel what what that song is about all, all the emotion and once she like once I heard um pretty much I, I said oh like what is this song about because sometimes I, I'm not trying to listen to the lyrics I'm trying to like learn the chords from ear or something mm-hmm. like that so I'm not really trying to kind of you know but when I, I want to like collect what what is really going on so I know oh do I play it a certain way or do I play it, play it this way do I play it like um with a lot of kind of you know different different like different ways I'll play the chords and stuff like that mm-hmm. um I think it's quite important because I can get the feel too um I think I'm an empath at heart <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I definitely am naturally I'll pick up on somebody's um, emotion and I think I'm, I'm one of those people that I can actually cry at a song I can <laughs> even <laughs> if I'm not sad if I listen to a song that's sad I'll start thinking, I'll start looking out the window of the bus and like looking at some someone who's like walking by themselves and thinking, oh, they're by themselves. Oh, and they start crying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm that kind of person. I can't even lie. Do you remember Little Susie? Yeah. It's a Michael Jackson song, right? Mm-hmm. We used to cry. We couldn't listen to it for like 15 years. I stay away from it now. Jesus yeah, I, I, I will not listen to it. I will, so, I will break down. It makes me so sad. Like and I'll go on with the rest of my day, and I'll start. I feel like what's what's off, and then I'll think, oh yeah, I listen to that song. <laughs> that <was it>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, literally, um, especially with um, performances, 
Mm. You know, like when you watch a performance, like imagine the guitarists or the musicians are just like smiling or like playing in a certain way. Um, and and the, the, um, the singer's like breaking down like that. Mm. that it needs to match. So yeah. um, I think it I think it, it doesn't like they need to be truthful about what what the song is about. When they sing, they need to sing with that kind of emotion so mm. that I can bounce off of them and, mm. and the, the whole performance. Or even I'm when I'm just recording, I'll, I'll record, I'll start doing things that they're going to be like, yes, that's what, you know, that's what I wanted because I knew you were sad. I'm going to make, mm. I'm, I'm going to make the guitar cry. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I was, sound like gonna, that. Yeah, I was literally going to say, when Yemi would play for me, like a certain, on a certain song, I'd be like, I'd be like pulling these faces, like, like, come on, yeah. bring, like, bring your emotion, bring your emotion. Or, or like, yeah. I'll be like, bring that, like, she'll play, um, on one of, there's a, a, a song we have and she does like a solo at the end. And it's like, you got to make the strings cry. Mm-hmm. You got to make it cry. Cause it's like, you, like I said, you can't be playing it all jolly, jolly, jolly. Like, no, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's the best music is more relatable, like emotion-wise. I was gonna say I was gonna go back to your um point about vibes on. I think the word vibe is is a word that you know if it didn't exist, everyone would be like, oh, it's that thing, it's that thing. Like, what is what is a vibe? What is a vibe? Vibe is vibe blurs the lines between genres mm-hmm. because two genres can bring. I feel like it can, like to an extent, bring about the same vibe. Like what were you we saying? There's so many different songs in in um in her chill in her chill um as F playlist like that sound different, but they make you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just want to go back to that. Like I was I was even thinking that when she was talking, it was like. It's true. Like there's songs on so many different albums that if I'm in the mood for it, I'll listen to all of them together. They might not sound the same, but they bring about that same vibe. And I think that's that's what. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I can't ever okay. remember my point, but you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, I feel like next kind of thing to ask would be kind of looking at like UK producers, kind of in general, like the scene. Are there First question, maybe like, are there specific UK producers that you kind of look at and are like, maybe not. I'm trying to emulate that, but I really look up to the to the way they're doing this. Like that or... person's sick. Okay. I like how, what your thoughts on like the UK music scene in general, because you've yeah. not been talking a lot of good game. We haven't really spoken about UK music, so I want to know your thoughts on that. Actually, right, UK, right. The thing that annoys me is that we have to say UK R and B and stuff like okay. that. For UK drill, mm-hmm. and it slightly eats at me because it's like, why can't we just be doing what we're doing? Mm. Now, with that in mind, I'm slightly a hypocrite because as a producer, my sound is US. <laughs> like all my songs sound like they're in the US. All my we I literally had a talk to my lawyer about this, <laughs> and he says he can't stand UK R and B artists singing with an American accent. Because <laughs> it's, not, it's not the UK, and I was like, all my artists do that. Everyone I work with seems to, even I do. But it's like, I feel like it, in that same breath, I feel like the UK, like the UK, kind of 
we it's like we're scared to really be ourselves. We kind of have to eat off of the other guy because we we're trying to be we're trying to be seen. So we're gonna, like I said, conform. Mm. Like we're just conforming. Even me, that's I can't lie. When the, the the US market is massive, even the European one is big too. I'm like not lying. Mm. But US is always at the forefront of our faces. Like I feel like the UK and the US are kind of closer than than the other way, really, than um mm. the UK and Europe slightly um but um yeah like i feel like we're not we're not really we're like the little brother do you know what i mean so personally i i will have to sit this one out because i don't actually listen (laughs) to uk you know uk producers that much um i know I really you, you had me like stalling I was speaking slowly because I don't want to say it but mm. I actually don't like thinking about it I'm not a big UK music fan if I would say yeah, that. that's fair, fair enough okay. facts are the facts yeah mm. uh, one thing I'd say though is I was really even though the song got my nose out a, a while you know that um, song by Young T and Bugsy Don't Rush yeah. that's the one <laughs> UK producer right <laughs> I was glad when they went to the US and they were like, I was like, cool. Cause now you understand that we're not copying that. That sounded UK. That's I understand like, why I was so far behind. We need you lot. <laughs> Sorry. No, you have to join in on that. That was just me. You can leave that alone. You can leave that alone. Like, <laughs> no, but what, I do, what I do find is that the US do try to like say that they made certain things and they didn't. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, drill is definitely UK. Let's yeah, stop. Facts. Yeah. Let's, let's you, stop calling it. Let's not. Let's, let's not. Let's not even say <laughs> that one. But do you like any UK producers one? Um, <laughs> like specific, uh, specific ones. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say because I'm, I know you oh, talked about earlier. Grades is wicked. Mm. Grades, the one who produces for Neo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, him. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying I to remember everyone. <laughs> I do like him. Yes. Mm. Um, do you know what it is? They're so underground. It's annoying. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, I can't think. But when I oh, no, no, it's no worries. It's no worries. We've got to talk about Inflow's work with like Salt oh, and Clear yeah. Soul because yeah. I know we mentioned him in like the sense of like hip hop with um mm. with Little Sims, but like his he mm. is a versatile producer. Insane. Um, yeah. Like, Wait, he did Clear Soul. Yeah, he yeah. did Clear Soul's album and also. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. He's the producer okay, behind Okay, apologies. Salt. I lied. I lied. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> there you go. There's, there's one. Everyone likes yeah. Salt. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you both listen to Salt? from Labra Grove. I don't. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know that. That's where we're from. So, yeah. Like, when I found that, I was like, shame. Yeah. For mm. real? Um, but um, which which um, album did he produce? Or, like, what was he, he did, working on? He did Rose in the Dark. He did Grey Area. He did... Both the Soul albums and he's doing all, new of, all of the Soul albums. Yeah, all of the Soul albums so actually, and he's time. doing the latest wow. Sims album as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he did some of not Michael Hewanuka's album. I'm not he too did sure. his most yeah. recent one as yeah. well. Yeah, so yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, if you look insane. at, I know, I know, I go off on Soul all the time. Sorry, but like yeah. the <laughs> way their album has so many different genres in it, and there's like yeah. elements of the of like disco. There's elements of funk in there. There's elements oh, of hip hop. Yes. And I it's like this guy has produced it, yeah. all of these tracks. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't even lie. I need to rate I need to rate UK producers more. Like actually, 
the names as well. It's a bit rude. No, mm-hmm. don't be wrong. Don't, I mean, don't feel too bad. There isn't a lot of them. That's not. That's not count. It's not like there's a there's a whole like no, catalog of banging producers. I can name American ones. It's like, well, what am I doing over there? Yeah, I mean, it's like, the sound of cookie crumbles sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, have you John, anything else you want to kind of touch on, or should we kind of uh, close out? Yeah, let's let's close out. I think. Yeah, we asked what we needed to there. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. UK, the UK scene's uh, copying too much, apparently. Well, I mean, it is, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's very visible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess any final thoughts before we go to the now and then playlist? Well, the UK's coming, so I'll just say that. Like, okay. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah. I don't want to be so negative. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. No worries. I guess I'll emphasize that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No worries. Um, yeah, so as always, we close out our episodes with the coveted Now and Then playlist. So this is a playlist where we add a song that's more current. So kind of something's come out in the last year or so. Uh, and we also add a throwback. So a song that's come out, you know, 5, 10, 15. You can be as old as you want. You can go back to the 20s if you want. You like Nina Simone that much, you can slap that one as well. Um we normally our guests go last because people always freak out about this shit every fucking time. <laughs> I just don't get it. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. So my now song will be from Sinead Harrett. Um, what the fuck was Harnet? Harnet? <laughs> I don't know it. See, I don't know anything. See, I saw it. I think I know how it's spelled, but you know when you say a word before you've ever said it. So yeah, sorry, Sinead. I like your music. Sinead Harnett. I don't know why I said her. I just forgot then. Sinead Harnett. Um, what song was it? Hard for me to love you. That's a good song. A good mm-hmm. album. Go and check it out if you haven't heard it before. And then my then song. I guess since we were talking about Neo, now it's kind of stuck in my head. So I'm gonna add um In the Morning by Neo. I don't know if that's already there. Don't think it is. But yeah, I'll add that. Go on, John. That's good. Um cool. My now song is gonna be what should I go for? Law of Averages, the new oh, Staples song. Yeah, we were talking about it earlier, so yeah, got to put that in. Um, my then song is I've never known how to how to pronounce this song. And you're getting at me. Can't can't wait for you to find this song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say Nostalgia uh, by Pusha T, Kendrick Lamar. Ah, oh, okay, banger. Yeah, Damn. absolute banger. Yeah, that's a good song. Best song of right. the album, one of Kendrick's, one of my favourite Kendrick features as well. Uh, I can't, can't really argue that one, too fair. That is a, that's classic. Go ahead, who wants to start off? Yeah, you're with me. Hit us with it. You want me, you go first. No, you yeah, me, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, my now song will be Rider by um, an artist called Mariba. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we spoke about that. Did I put it on there? <laughs> you might have, actually. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, um, let's double check that. No, okay, let's... we've got a few seconds. I'm gonna quickly look for that. I can search it right now. I can search it right now. I put it on last week. Yeah, it's already on a month ago. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, hey, don't another. worry. I got another one. <laughs> no worries. Um, Evil Eye by Bella. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. See, okay. they know John. They know. They know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, my then song. Oh my gosh, there's so many I want to put. I'm gonna go with an oldie. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's then it's meant to be yeah. as far as you can, so yeah. <laughs> Always by Atlantic Star. Okay. Oh wow, okay. that is old. 
Jesus. It is. <laughs> oh gosh, you me know. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. okay, my now song is "Hit Different" by SZA. Okay. Okay. Um, I had that song that, yeah, yeah. Hits um, different, fair enough. Yeah. It does. Mm. Um, my then no, is it now and then? It yeah, yeah. My then song is "Into You" by Ariana Grande. Okay, interesting, cool. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came oh. up with. The oldie, didn't I? Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, good one. Let me bring it back. You're like taking it back to the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I have to. I have to. Yeah. I do love the 80s music and love 70s. It. So, yeah. You know fan. what? I can I can see it being very stressful. You just get two picks. You know, like these two songs have to represent me. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> we get to do this every week. So, I'm like, oh, whatever. Vince Staples' his new songs. Yeah, good. Literally, yeah. Like, that was so random. Like, they're not even the songs I've been really listening to. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Whatever. I mean, people appreciate it regardless, so it's no problem. Okay. But um, yeah, in terms of representation, where can the people find you guys? You know, if you want to listen to some of your some of your work. Both. Oh well, can't lie. I haven't actually started my like um produced by playlist on Spotify yet, mm-hmm. but there'll be loads of singles coming out soon from mm-hmm. Lilo Gold and they'll produced by me. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, my Instagram, Sunset Driver. If you just go to the highlights, you'll see everything that I produced. <laughs> and um, yeah, literally, that's how you really find me. Cool. Yeah, me. Yeah. How about you? Um, so <clears throat> I just recently had a baby. So um, I'm not really um, posting any videos <laughs> like to, um, just yet, but I will be doing that very soon. Um, because you know, um, he's he's old enough for me to play the guitar now, so um, <laughs> you can check that out on um, Instagram that's at Yemi Odesina. Um, and yeah, and I'll be playing um, live as well soon, as well. I'm starting to book some gigs, nice. so um, you'll you'll find out about that on my Instagram as well. Cool. Oh, I wasn't even spell my name out. <laughs> But hopefully it'll be attached. No, it'll be attached to the episode. Okay, thank God. Don't worry. Well, the people put, put, put the eye, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Ooh, yeah, that kind of wraps us up. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, both of you, for coming on today. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks as so always, yeah, find us. Divino Collective on at Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram. You guys better follow us. Yeah, you, uh, it's too late now. It's been like two hours of us, so you gotta follow us. Uh, Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram, <laughs> TBT Pod on Twitter. Uh, yeah, follow us on Spotify. How, how many countries is it now? Like over twenty countries. That's crazy. Is, um, yeah. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever the fuck. Even YouTube. Even you know, I slap on their ch- SoundCloud. I'll just you said like it's a, coming soon. It yeah, will it will come soon. soon. I'll just add like some really like, I don't know, like a baity title, like, you know, Michael Jackson's not the best. And then we'll be like, what the fuck? And then we'll just say, so. I was like, oh, okay, not the title like that, innit? I haven't figured out the title yet. I haven't thought of the title, but you'll see it and cool. Uh, yeah, that's it. See you guys next week.